Hi, I'm Kelly Rowlett Presgrave. I'm president and CEO of Work With Your Hands, and we are so proud to be a sponsor of Power Women of the Trades podcast. You can reach us at workwithyourhands.com. Kelly at workwithyourhands.com is my email. Chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses. Chirp helps you capture more leads, connect faster, close more deals, and create customers that will buy from you over and over again. Using text message, email, and ringless voicemail automation, with Chirp, you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey. Learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today. C-H-I-I-R-P. This episode is also brought to you by Relentless Digital Marketing. More information on them in the show notes. Thank you for being a sponsor. We appreciate you. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started. In this episode, Cassie and Leslie sit down with Power Women of the Trades' Jackie Albel, the Senior Content Marketing Manager at Service Titan. In this episode, the trio will get candid about the unspoken stress of entrepreneurship, how to separate your marriage from your business partnership, and the best, most innovative aspects of Service Titan. Plus, Jackie spills the tea on Service Titan's newly announced strategic partnerships with Scorpion and Contractor Commerce. Back to our hosts. So Jackie, we're super excited to have you on though. So I'm excited because I've been on your podcast. You both have been on my podcast. And I want to know more about you. So like, I am intrigued because I feel like I know two Jackies. Yeah, because we follow personal Jackie on TikTok. On TikTok. So we'll leave that. You gotta go find (laughs) that. But we love that. But how did you end up? Because I think, do I know this correctly? That you have a trades, family trades? Trades family, yeah. My dad's a carpenter and he had his own business in the 90s that didn't go as well as Mm. he thought it would. Did he he work with home builders? I'm not sure. He was, it was a franchise called Furniture Medic. Okay. And yeah, he just kind of didn't get the support he needed, but my mom was his CSR dispatcher and he would be out there working and then he ended up joining the union. And this was also in New York City too. Okay. Oh, you're from New York. Mm -hmm. I'm from Flesh and Queens like the nanny. If you watch that show. Oh my gosh. I want to get my nose like that. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then... But you have an entertainment background? I do have an entertainment what? background. I'm yeah. learning this. What yes. kind of I have entertain- an IMDb page. You can find me. Oh, Stop it right yeah. now. Yeah, I what do. was it? Okay, so what what was your gig? So when I was this is the story because I'm I'm multifaceted. I love it's this about even you. More multifaceted okay. in the last few years. So I went to school for psychology, was gonna become a counselor. And in the year in between my undergrad and graduate school, I started working at a tech company, which, okay. you know, that makes right. sense. And I also started getting involved in New York City's improv scene. There's a very popular 
theater there called Upright Citizens Brigade that was founded by Amy Poehler, Matt Walsh. Oh, uh, some my of goodness. The, like, I know Aziz Ansari has gone through there. A bunch of really well-known comics. So I did improv there, and I started putting on my own improv shows. And at the time, and I got into grad school, and I knew I couldn't do three things at once. So it was... And my sister, who was a few years younger than me, said, okay, well, you can work at tech for some money, work at comedy for no money, or go to school for negative money. And I'm like, I think I'm going to do comedy and tech. So I got really into the comedy scene. I started doing stand-up, too. I've actually, like, done – because I I came up in New York, I've done shows with, like, pretty – like, I did shows with Michelle Wolf. I've seen some really impressive people. Wow. So I moved to LA to pursue being a comedy writer, and I was on a sketch team that performed every month there. I was in a couple shorts. That's where you'll find my IMDb page. I did a couple voiceover, a bit of voiceover work. I had my own comedy podcast called Guilty Pleasure that had minimal success. And I was always working in tech in the background because I needed to fund my endeavors. Mm-hmm. And I was doing comedy like, I was burning myself out for maybe like seven, eight years. And this is a true story. February 2020, I said, this is my last show for a while. I'm going to take a break. And then the pandemic hit, which... So you were still doing it while you were working at Service Titan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Service okay. Titan was plan B. Oh, my goodness. I, respectfully, Service Titan. Respectfully, Service Titan was plan B. Well, that's why you're like the perfect fit to be the host. Well, I got so... Because you were comfortable already. Yeah, I got so lucky because the my bosses at Service Titan knew I had the comedy podcast. And they were like, would you like to do one for Service Titan? And I was like, I A guess. A comedy po- uh, podcast for Service Titan is what we need. I try. And- do you have to have to hold yourself back when you're talking to people? Because you're like, you're probably really clever and witty. And you're like, yeah. I can't say that. I guarantee, Wrong podcast. Especially following your TikTok, I guarantee you. <laughs> I know. What's going on in your head, really? Yeah. yeah. I sometimes let it slip every once in a while. You should actually, let it slip. I had a guy on, we, I just recorded an episode the other day, and this guy was talking about MapQuest and BlackBerry, and I'm like, wow. Map- this is a podcast. Oh, my gosh. This is a podcast sponsored by Throwback. Service Titan. So thank you for keeping us up to date with the latest technology. Uh, really appreciate it. <laughs> I used to sell Blackberries at Best Buy. That was like previous. And it's so funny. I used like, to sell them at Singular Wireless. Yeah, remember Singular Wireless? Really? Yeah. Uh, Blackberries were the best, remember? So, that like, was that like was the like, iPhone of the day. It was. If you were on your Blackberry. The bougie business people had the Blackberry. So just to continue, so comedy stopped, went full in on Service Titan, started Toolbox for the Trades, which is Service Titan's podcast. I think we're up to like episode 160 now, which is crazy. And then uh, I decided to get my master's degree in marriage and family therapy, and I just got that in August of this year. Okay. Oh my God. Brent, can you come to the stage? We're going to, we're going to have a counseling session. Yeah, really we, quick. You can. Our husbands I've, are here. What in the world? Yeah. yeah so, so what's next with that? I don't know. No. <laughs> so service Titan probably needs a marriage and therapy counselor. That's uh, probably true. On, on deck. Especially sure. for all their husband and wife teams yes. that you're interviewing on the You know the what? Pod. It's so helpful because the kind of stuff I get into on Toolbox for the Trades, I mean, I'm, I come from a, tech, from a trade background, but right. I'm not a tech. I talk more about the business, the yeah. best practices, and I love talking about the husband-wife duos, which yeah. you guys both have. So, you know, I got into it with you guys. Right. Just yesterday, I was at Women in HVAC, and I was 
was talking to this husband-wife duo, and they were getting into it. And I was like, I love this. Yeah. Think about how much of this you want to share on the podcast. Yeah. Man. Can I? What do we you need our own support group, the husband and wife team. Like, it's for real. No, it makes sense. There's a whole other dynamic there that is hard to describe. Yeah. I Unless imagine. you're in it. So our PR team just pitched us to do a recording for husbands and wives for the news in Tulsa of working with your spouse. And I was like, I kept looking at Kaylee like, for the news? Like, are, are we sure? Like, are we sure? Like, love him, love that, but are we sure for Valentine's Day? This crack. I'm like, this is interesting. I have a question for you ladies, like, because oh. I think about... So I'm not married, so I'm I'm just a learner here. You know what I mean? Like I'm just learning best practices when it comes to that. So are we. How do you even begin to like separate that? Do you guys literally go like time out or do you go like, I'm your wife now and now I'm your business partner? Like how do you do it? Leslie and I have two very different answers uh-huh. of this. We do. Totally different. Yeah. Because you have to figure out what works for you. That's the best advice anyone can ever give. And I know I'm saying that that's what someone else gave to me. But you have to do what works for you and not specifically because someone said to do it this way. Because Leslie... Yeah. Well, and it changes in each season of your business. So when we first started, you know, you were talking about your mom was the CSR dispatcher. Like my... Our first hire when Brent was in a truck and I was on the phone was a CSR to get me off the phone. Because I remember at that time when when we began, we were already working with a coach and I was like... I cannot work with this guy talking about Brent. So we knew the first person we had to get was someone in between us. And, and since then, and it at different stages of our business, we're at a really good stage right now because of how we're growing and how we've been able to scale back. We find when there's an area of tension, it probably means there's some growth and some triggers there, but that means we need to get someone smarter than us in between us to delegate that out. Yeah. But it really has changed seasonally for us, you know, because there's different pressures at different times in your business. And cash pressure is the scariest one because that infiltrates every area of your life. I mean, financials, that's like the biggest stress it is. in a married couple. So I can't imagine it being yes. like tripled when you're... And you don't and you don't really get a break from it. But I think, I mean, I would say he's sitting in front of me. I feel like we're at a really good spot right now. And it's probably because we've been beat down <laughs> where we realize like we are on the same team with our business yeah. and we're on the same team in our marriage, we have to spend a lot of time in our marriage because it does create a lot of tension with the business. But just remembering you're on the same team, our, our outcome, like we both want the same outcome, but how we get there is so totally different because we're different. And I think really anything in your business reveals things about you personally. Sure. And then it's just intensified in your marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's given us a lot of opportunity to grow personally because it's revealed a lot about ourselves. Yeah. And I, that's something I say all the time when I counsel couples. I loved working with couples when I was doing my training hours and I literally would be looking at these couples and it's crazy being that third party, that objective party. And there were times I'd be like, you guys know you're on the same team, right? Yeah. Like, you know that you're rooting for the same thing. Yeah. Right. So like, tell me about what is this like block you're having about giving it up or just like working on a compromise. Yeah. Because usually there's more ego in that. There's right. a lot of ego in that. There's so sure much ego in that. goes to business too. There is, for sure. And like for Oscar and I, there were a lot of people that used to say like, at home, you don't talk about this. Like we're on 24-7. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And 
we that rule would never work for us mm-hmm. yeah you have to be able to like okay at 7 30 maybe i'm browning hamburger meat right now ground beef like for dinner <laughs> but i still need to talk to you about what happened today and because i have to remember that like when i go to work and he goes to work we both are working all day long sure and we're not always working on the same things yeah mm-hmm. so if we come home and we both work somewhere else and we came home at 5 30 we would download our day to each other when we worked for different places, right? We of would course. be like, well, today at work, so-and-so, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So whenever previously when we had taken advice of, like, we're not supposed to talk about it or whatever, it was like, okay, but when am I going to say, like, today was a shitty day? Yeah. You yeah. know? And yeah. it doesn't matter, even though we, because we didn't work on the same day, projects all day long today. Right. And then, you know, you still want to be able to download those, those things. Yeah. And so we just don't put rules. We don't put rules. But some people have to have rules. Yes. Yeah. There have, there just has to be. And then some days it's just like, bruh. <laughs> Neither. Let's just not talk about any of it. We're done. There's nothing left. There's not. Well, and I feel like, especially as you grow and you have different management in place, you're talking about it constantly all day long. Sure. I feel like we're on, you know, we do two, two meetings a day with our team and it's at 930 and 430. It's, it's to prepare. And then we're already talking all day long anyways, you know, because we operate in call by call. And it's like, sometimes at night, even if we've had a really horrible day, we're like, we can't talk about it. We're dead inside today. Like tomorrow's a new day. You know what I mean? And but really, it really depends on like the needs. It depends on the needs professionally and personally, and that can change day by day. At least hour for by us. hour. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I think it's great that you guys have been able to do it, and I totally agree. You have to go by your own pace and figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, what is the story? Your story of service Titan besides sure. What else? I mean, I know you do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or do you have any other daily responsibilities, or do you get to do podcasts? What's like- your official title? My official title is Senior Content Marketing Manager we at Service about- Titan. Okay. What the hell does that okay, mean? Okay, listen, I have to. We were talking about that on the way. We were literally talking about this on the way. Of her title is going to be something with senior or principal or advisor. In do it. you watch Corporate Aaron on TikTok? Oh, yeah. I love those corporate yeah. TikToks. I don't yeah. know if I know corporate Erin, but yeah, I'm going to have to very, send it to you. We've got to sync up. We've got to make sure we're aligned. We're circling back. <laughs> circling back. Shoot me in the face. Yeah. So I actually came on Service Titan in 2017 as the social media manager, mm-hmm. and which was a fun experience fun. because I got to, I was like, what do contractors look at on social media? Like, what do, what do they, <laughs> what do they do? Do they like, like, do they like it's memes? Evolved. It's evolved. Yeah. It has evolved. Well, it's, it was crazy. Well, what was really helpful for me was get joining all the groups, like all of the like oh, the yeah, support yeah. groups, masterminds before Service Titan doing it way back in the day. I don't know if you guys had access. What was to it? it? Service Titan Masterminds group was not originally owned by Service Titan. It was it a customer started group. Yes. Okay. And so I used to like do that. And, you know, social media is like a really finicky thing, especially at a startup. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to prove ROI and pipeline from yeah, it. It's yeah. very much like a branded effort. Yes. Absolutely. And so knowing that, and I've worked for several startups that don't exist anymore, I knew that I had to have a job that was proving value to the company. So I started volunteering for anything I could get my hands on, content, email, all that stuff. I actually, my very one of my very first projects at Service Titan was a woman in the trade spotlight, and I featured Angie Snow before she was a customer. 
Oh, like, that's in, awesome. I know. It was so fun. Now that's she's like, awesome. now she's a service Titan principal industry advisor and she's all over the place and we love her. We missed her here. Yeah. I only saw her for like a hot second. She's yeah. a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Busy. Yeah. And then I was, I mean, I tell this story very frankly. I kind of had one, you know, the phrase like you have one foot out the door. I had one foot in the door at service Titan. Mm. And then we had a later leadership change literally in late 2019. They were like, you can podcast. We're going to have you do this. And you can also do webinars. So I think like what I do is really the non-written content. Like one of my VP was like, she should be like audio something. I'm like, just just content manager is fine. It's fine. So I do the webinar and podcast. So if you are a service site and customer and you've joined a webinar, you've probably seen me. That's right. So I do both of those things. I'm the owner of both of those programs. And we're hopefully expanding both of those in the coming year. I'm really excited. Oh. Yes. So that's basically what I do. I've been there for six and a half years though. So I have a ton of I'm employee number like 287. You have wow. the jersey? Oh, I got the jersey. Yeah. Well, Service Titan has had a lot of amazing collaborations lately, especially this week on social media. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Are we talking about the... I uh, don't know. Can we talk about any of the things we've been if seeing? it's on Service Titan social media, I can talk well, about explain, it. Well, explain. It is. Okay, so explain to me what the partnership with Scorpion and then Contractor Commerce means. Okay, for, so I'm going to give you exactly what I know, which... Okay. Which, clarification... Because you already had the certified partners. We already had certified partners. Right. So certified partners are essentially partners that are our official partners, Mm -hmm. and we vouch for them. We're like, these guys are legit. If you want to work with them in any capacity, we will vouch for them. Scorpion, to my knowledge, has taken over Marketing Suite, which was a product of Field Routes, which is an acquisition that we made. And so they're going to be the ones leading it. And so I believe Marketing Suite, to my knowledge is more of a hands-on marketing support. So more of that one-to-one agency touch versus like Marketing Pro that's automated and like kind of do-it-yourself, if that makes sense. So, okay, the marketing suite, was that... Okay, like when you sign up for Marketing Pro and you have to pick your templates and all that, but you really, a lot of people wanted someone to do it for them. Is that where Marketing Suite came in? Or, think, and that's where Scor- Scorpion will fit in? Yeah, and Marketing okay. Suite, I believe, was part of Field Routes originally, which is one of what our is, sister companies. What is, okay. I don't know what that is. So Field Routes is a lawn and pest company. Okay. Yeah, and we actually just inherited a podcast from them, which I am now taking over. Oh, and we'll relaunch okay. on May March 12th is our target date. And then we also have Aspire as one of our sister companies, which is Lawn and Janitorial or Lawn and Clean. Interesting. Yeah, the company's Honestly, growing. Honestly, it's, it's crazy. not a bad idea to have someone take over the or coordinate more the marketing pro stuff. Yeah, I think that's so a good too. idea. Yeah, I know a lot of folks that have had success with marketing, but some people do it in house, which is right. totally fine. And if right. you have that dedicated person to do yes. it, all the power to you. But some businesses that are still kind of in that small to emerging area, mm-hmm. it's helpful to partner with an agency if you don't just don't want to think about it. Right, right. Yeah, Get it off my desk. It can be rough. Yeah. Okay, what about contractor commerce? How will that work? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> that is where you can't, isn't it where you can purchase it online? Yeah, it's like basically make sure website a store yeah you can purchase equipment you can purchase like you can go all the way through and get like how much would it cost for this right three ton system and a lot of a lot of people use it as lead gen so maybe it doesn't necessarily tell you the price at the end and those types of things you can sell filters online yes it's almost like a it's a shopify shopify for hvac Yeah. yeah that's really cool 
Of course, I'd probably get... It's probably not what they want me to say. Definitely not what they want me to say. Yeah. I imagine that you can't possibly keep up with everything happening in that service site on a regular basis because... And that was just this week that those two announcements came out. There's so much always happening the pace at which we move is true i feel like i've worked at service titan for 80 years like mm-hmm. it is it is evolved <laughs> everyone's always like well what are your goals this year this and I'm is like, what i look like before i started and this is what i you look know, like, like the now. president photos yes. it's like at the start of their term at the end of yes. their term yes. and it's like i have lived a life yeah but no it is really hard most businesses online presence is boring And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem. Key Hard Marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media. We can vouch for them. They run our podcast socials. If you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know, like, and trust you, connect with Keyheart Marketing at keyheartmarketing.com. So people who know me, LOL, they are normally like, Cassie is a pretty vocal human being. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you, you didn't know that, right? I have a pretty, and if I if I support something, if I love something, if I... I'm going to like give it my all. And so I become like an evangelist type of customer. And so I've become an evangelist for Service Titan because of what it's done for me and our business. And I was previously like a pretty big fan of a, another software before I moved. A software that shall not be named. Yeah. And that <laughs> software, correct. That software served an excellent purpose for me and our company at that point. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but we moved, we moved when we recognized that our business was moving in the direction that we needed service Titan for. And so, but when I think about those two in the comparisons, the light years that service Titan is ahead of everybody blows my mind. Mm -hmm. The things that are coming out, like I sat at Pantheon two Pantheons ago when they first started talking about AI and everyone thought that was a sham and stupid. I remember leaving and people saying that's stupid. I, one specific person was like, you don't even need that. And then in that year, everyone's like, Oh, AI, AI, AI. It's the hot new thing to sell to. Bro, we were at Pantheon and they were talking about that and you fools were saying that was stupid. And now look at you trying to create your own AI Mm -hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like, Service Titan is so proactive. Yeah. I just don't know that any of these other people, the new ones that are coming around, I get it. You, It's great. I don't know how people can get ahead like when Service Titan has the resources that they do. I Truly, it is so humbling. And like I said, I've worked for a couple startups, some that don't exist anymore. And the ferocity with which our founders and our C-suite go to break things and build cool stuff is mind-boggling and it also keeps it really like entertaining it is Mm -hmm. there is never a dull week I will tell you and I've just grown used to it I feel like remember in Jaws there's that like one guy in the corner who's like I knew that shark you know what I mean kind of thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) like who's just has his who's like the old weathered person that like knows what's coming that's kind of how I am because sometimes people come into the new company and they're just like really like they're not they're not ready for that type of pace then I'm like hold on to your butts truly it's right. it's a wild ride and the fact that Ara and Vahe are like so actively still involved with not just 
the staff of Service Titan, but the contractors, like, listen, I know that their boat could just, like, sail on, and they could, like, go off into the sunset and just live whatever lavish life they wanted to. They can. They've paid their dues. They have a guarantee. Like, I don't need to think about the their net worth, right? Like, right. there is some... There is some Google it now. No, right? Let's it find out. Like, let's talk about their net but worth. But they're stepping... They're still actively there. Like, that speaks profoundly to me how invested they are in the trades and helping us all continue to grow. Do you think like the feedback that you get when you hear of other people coming from other CRMs, like Cassie was talking about, what I hear and what I know is the reporting is so much yeah. greater. That's the biggest. And the API, like with yeah. the open API, actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's fully open. You have to get permission, but you can do so many things. Like how it has evolved from when we started to how we have it nailed down. We have it completely customized to how we track all of our stuff now. And it's wild. Yeah, it's awesome. And especially if you're using Zapier, if you've got someone on your team who's like a Zap expert, yes. you can do amazing and things Slack. with it. Oh, I love it. I, I want to know what other partnerships are coming down the pipeline. That's what I want to know. Because I, in, if honestly, with AI, I can't imagine what they have going on or uh, what they're going to be releasing. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could just drop all of the drop all of the hints. I mean, it's insane. Like the reach that Service Titan has at this point is mind-boggling. And yeah. to your point, Cassie, like I as an internal employee, it's hard to keep up with all of the oh, things that are yeah. happening. But you were talking before about the customer experience and like the dedication that Ara and Vahe have to our customers. I mean, I'm truly humbled by it. And again, I've worked with and been around a lot of tech CEOs. A lot of the stigma there is true. A lot of the stereotypes there are true, but they they truly care. Like mm-hmm. they, I was in a meeting with them actually this past week where they were like, we need to do this better. Like we need to think about it in a more, it was just about a certain initiative I was partnering with at Bon. And as, for me as an employee, like it means a lot to me because I want to work for a company that's actually making a difference. Right. And I feel like they're actually making a difference in the trades and they actually really care. Well, I think it's impressive that we have a Facebook group and they don't, they let people say whatever they want and they don't delete the post. No, like well, there's that, definitely, important. Yes. I think there's, and people will like, if there's an issue, but someone jumps right in is like, let me handle this for you. Well, and I love, they're not trying to censor anything. Yeah. I really like that too. They don't censor anything. They're not censoring anything, but also like, I remember, so in the beginning of masterminds, right. There was times that they were just in the beginning, a complete, I guess I wasn't part of that. I didn't, I don't know. There would be like a complete shit show going on in in service in, in masterminds. Like everyone's losing their mind. Someone's losing their mind because they put a customer, like when you get to the root of it it's just like you let this ruin your day for nothing but everyone's losing their mind then all these people are like this happens to me too and then I would screenshot these things and I would send them to my connections at service site and I would say guys we have to fix this we have Mm -hmm. to fix this like social media is so big you have to get someone involved I love now that there's actually a service titan poster yeah, yeah. and now in, in masterminds it says service type and they'll message you on Facebook yeah. they're like we saw you commented on this is everything okay yeah yeah I, I love that. that that's being proactive that's mm-hmm. paying attention you know I think service Titan from time to time with contractors depending on where the contractor is in their business can get a bad 
I don't want to say bed rep because that's not what it is, but it's like, oh, it's so hard. Yeah, bro. Well, it's it so robust. It's robust. So literally you can tailor and customize it yes. because what how you run reports might be completely different totally than different. how I need to run reports. Exactly. And, you know, we had a couple prospects who visited the booth today and or throughout the AHR. And the biggest piece of advice that I get, because within the podcast, within the webinar program, I talk to customers that are really successful for the most part. I'm mm-hmm. usually not talking to customers that aren't having a good time. Although I have, especially in my early social media days. And honestly, the biggest piece of advice I can give everyone listening to this right now, if you're on Service Titan, if you're on another platform, whatever, is if you have someone in your office dedicated Mm -hmm. to making that tool work, to being the champion of Service Titan, making sure that your service managers know how to use it, make sure that your inventory team knows how to use it if you're on inventory, Mm -hmm. like that will pay off in dividends. I have to tell you a funny story about this. So last week we were in Costa Rica Mm -hmm. and Kelly, we were on a Johnson trip and Kelly is like one of our, like number three, four employees, right? And she's like operations manager she runs the business if Oscar and I are not there but she went with us on this Johnstone trip and we're laying by the pool and we're in swimsuits and I hear like work type stuff and I look at her and I said bro are you on a zoom call right now and she goes no I'm doing a service titan training (laughs) and I'm like but she is so active in making sure we know what we're doing in service titan you have to have that person and you know got a picture of her like looking at it doing that's a commitment function. honestly that kelly needs a raise for doing that on vacation <laughs> and also like that's one thing i also love is that we have that certified admin program mm-hmm. now where you can go in and you mm-hmm. can get fully trained and the woman who built that program danielle combs is like employee number three or four she's legit. amazing she's legit. and you can go in and you can teach yourself service titans so, like that's my biggest advice to anyone who's getting on the platform like dedicate someone on your team it's probably not going to be you if you're the right. owner because you've got a right. lot of things to think about right to really own that platform and I think it's going to pay off truly if you do that love it I love that so going back to the your podcast you said 160 episodes yes well she also said some weren't having fun you said some of some of your guests weren't having fun. Did I? Yes. Uh, in the beginning of Service Titan Social Media. When oh no, 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 Service Titan Social Media. Oh, I thought you were saying some of the. No, no, you tend to your... you tend to interview people that are successful, although yes. you've had some that weren't yeah. having fun. When I was doing social media, no, truly, one of my earliest things when I was launching the podcast, I would go on masterminds and I would go on some of the other groups and I would see people who were like crap talking service titan i'd be like hey can i talk to you for an hour i'll give you a hundred dollar amazon gift card and they were like uh yeah and i would just say like hey tell me what do you hate about service titan and what's funny is that some of those people that i interviewed a few years ago are now service titan customers oh yeah yeah. you know you all roads lead to service Service titan Titan. you're a gem for service titan i I think you know that but having someone like you to represent them in so many different ways that's like something that's invaluable like you can't even put a value on that so i'll thank you for that clip i will send that i'll attach it to my review yes (laughs) We'll, we'll five stars for you. five stars okay, so but on your podcast yes. 160 some episodes what do you think and you might have to think about it for a second mm-hmm. was the most impactful episode to you Ooh. Ooh, okay i have a couple answers there's a couple different ones honestly the one that comes to mind and this is our most popular episode i had a concept i launched last year called the day i almost quit the trades mm. 
which was... Oh, that's good. Because, like, let's be real. There's a lot of folks online who love to talk about how great their business is doing and use a bunch of different emojis and, like, talk about success and growth, and it's just positive, positive. And, you know, in therapy or in mental health world, there's this thing called toxic positivity, right? Have oh, you guys familiar with that? This. yes. It's when, you know, you're saying... Say you're having a bad day, you go to someone and you're like, oh, I'm really struggling today, and they're like, well, just look on the bright side. It's like, screw your bright side. Like, I'm just here to vent and like talk. And so I was like, what if I take some of these people in the trades who are like, for all intents and purposes, killing it, who are bragging on social media. And I asked them about the days that they almost stopped. Mm -hmm. And so Ishmael Valdez from Next Gen, who, as we know, is very vocal on the socials. I was like, hey, I want to interview you about the day I almost quit the trades. Are you down? He's like, I am so down. Mm-hmm. And he talked, I love that. He talked to me truly about how like he was on the brink of bankruptcy. He was an alcoholic. He was like, he was like, and no one knew that I was struggling because I just had this. I would come into the office, be like, hey guys, you ready to crush it? And then I'd lock myself in my office and I would just be like, how am I going to make how payroll? We, what, what are we going to do? Exactly. Man. Those stories have to, I get so I emotional. feel that Those deeply. stories have to be, sh- I, I am very... Because mm-hmm. I think, like, I personally, like, we're very early in the morning here at AHR, but anyone who's listening to us, if you guys are running your own business in any capacity, mad respect for you, truly. It's, I think, one of the biggest leaps of faith you can take. Just the pressure on yourself and your livelihood, on the livelihood of those that you employ, mm-hmm. it's so massive. And to ignore that weight is like you can't and so as someone who's really passionate about mental health I want to talk about that kind of stuff and and I want to hear about it because nobody talks about it yeah yes and it's so heavy it's so heavy because we have an episode that's out where we were talking to Texas Medley love him (gasps) I love Texas Texas which by the way his name's Texas Texas Medley what a name or is it Brad it's Justin okay it's Justin Texas Medley but I have been friends with this dude Oscar and I have been friends. I consider this guy my brother, basically, he's right? Awesome. And he, it was always like, my name's Texas. Well, then he posts that he's going back to college <laughs> and his first name is Justin. And I was like, you? Who are you? He's going to be dead to me at this point. <laughs> like, what? His name's, and so now I call him Brad. Like, he calls me all, I'm like, whatever, Brad. Like, you can be whoever you want to be at this point. But, anyways, he. That was a good him, show. We asked him, like, if you could do this again would you you? and look I'm gonna cry and he said I don't think I would and it was so like in that meet when we were recording I was like oh my god that's real talk because and he's like it's robbed so much from us and it has and people I don't ever you know I've gone I've been public about saying like through our growth I have not always done things right sure I have like people are like, I'm leaving to go start my own company and I've been a hothead and like, whatever, you know? Now I'm on the other side of it. It was just like, good luck, but can I talk to you first? Yeah. Because I don't want to shoot anyone's dreams down. Please right. understand that this is the hardest thing we've ever done. Yep. Nothing is easy about it. We have almost lost it all. In 2018, I had a full nervous breakdown. I, I haven't talked about on the podcast very often, like to the point that Oscar and Kelly had to like take me home, lay weighted blankets on me, my skin, you couldn't touch me, my nerves were so yeah. shot. I literally thought this is it, just put me away because yeah. I can't handle it. It's so hard. And then, you know, now we have 55, we average between 55, 60 employees and 
they're all humans that are processing life. You know, Oscar mm-hmm. always says, no one told me that I would be an adult personality analyst mm. as an owner. Mm. And that's true because we're always navigating where what an employee is going through, how they're feeling, what's happening. And sometimes that's even over on top of the daily business. Yeah. You know? And it's hard. It's rough. It's And no one talks about those things. It's just like, oh, well, they're going on trips and they have this money and they have this and that. And it's like, okay, but no, sometimes it's on a credit card, bro. Like there's not just like this endless bank account that's sitting there, you know. Or- and sometimes you're doing that so you can make it another month. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's we're a mental that. break. We had, to, we yeah. had to step away. And so... And talking about, I love that. The day I almost quit the trades, we also did it with Tommy Mello too, because he was like 50 grand in debt at one point too. And then Al Levy came in and was like, I could have taken that machine and stolen all of that, just so you know. Yeah. And I listened to that webinar with Tommy and Al. Yeah. That was a really good one. Tommy, they're very cute. You know the Muppets? What are the Muppets, the the two old guys like that are always in the theater? That's how Tommy and Al are together. Tommy is That's a good like he I love listening to him and I love his story because he reminds me of like just a normal dude, you know? Like mm-hmm. he could be my brother. Like yeah. and he's so like I don't know, he's just like I, knowing his story too, like he was landscaping first, then he went into the garage doors, and then he. I was listening to a real estate podcast, and he was on it, and I was like, "Wait a second, mm-hmm. my worlds are colliding." Here. I know it's funny. He's just so he's smart. So hum- he's so humble. Yeah. But then we had a, a we did a interview for a social media position actually before we hired our now social media manager and the guy came in and he was talking and he was like yeah I follow Tommy Mello and I'm like what are you talking about right now because to me Tommy Mello is just a dude like we know in our space in our space and like but we know him Mm -hmm. you know and he's so well known to other people because and he's made such a but if you see him like he's like walking around in his flip-flops and ha- loving on his dog and like his dog is like the best thing ever for him he's just so normal he is really normal I, I think we put like those images of people successful like that as like they've got to look and behave like i was gonna say donald trump bad example but you know like someone like a a celebrity they, they put they, there's like celebrity. there's like a persona right there's a persona right. of yeah. a success of like a business suit and a you know we stayed at the Ritz Carlton love love that for you love that but listen <laughs> I'm pretty bougie we stayed there because it was $200 a night everyone was like what I know I was like listen we've paid more for a cheap hotel in Oklahoma City you know and we got in and on a good deal Leslie kept going how'd we even get this prize I don't know but when we we'll were take leaving, it. all with all the people they you know business suits briefcase what that's what we have always defined as success and then we have these tradespeople mm-hmm. like ish Tommy Tom Howard, yeah, right. That you're like, okay, he's got a flat bill hat on, walking around in flip flops, you know, like it doesn't have to. Success isn't a briefcase and a no, no. That's what I love about our space too. It's just like that's what I love about it too. There's not a lot of suits. Yeah, I know. And so in Tommy's episode, he talked about having ADHD. And true story, after we recorded that, I got diagnosed with ADHD. Do you guys have it too? Yes, me. Oh, see me over here. Like, listen, I all the time, and I forgot to tell you, I have ADHD. Oscar was giving me my medicine right before, and he said, 
and he, it was in our suitcase and he was like, I got to get it or she's going to be flippity jibbiting around you know, everywhere. You know what? I learned about ADHD and I'm like, oh my God, this is what I do. It's the ADHD shuffle. Like when you don't take your medication and you're just shuffling from one room to the next, yeah, you're like, where's you know, this? Where's this? Where's yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I have my phone because I have my show notes. Yeah. And perfect. I don't all the time. And I notice that you have a notepad. And oh yeah. Probably like me, like I'll have, but there's nothing on your notepad, Jackie. Well, it's only because it's all in your brain. Oh, your, I did take my Adderall this morning. <laughs> I got my Vyvanse too. We're all the same. Vyvanse gang, Adderall Uh, gang. Right. I will have a notepad or I'll have something to where if I have a thought while you're speaking, I need to write it. Same. That's why I have it. At least the one word down Mm -hmm. so I can come back to it. Yep. Same thing. Same thing. You know that speaking of that, and I learned when I got diagnosed with ADHD, which was I'm 38, so about three years ago, I have been on an antidepressant or an anxiety medicine since I was 16 years old. Right. And was it because you were... not because I was depressed. It was because I was ADHD. And the doctor said, you have been, you were misdiagnosed. You've always had ADHD. And, but when I was a kid, when I was 16, they didn't believe that women could have ADHD. Well, it presents itself differently than in males. Yep. They said it was just boys. Yeah. Boys had ADHD. And it was like very rare. Like I'll, you'll come across a woman my age that's like, oh, I've been on ADHD medicine since this age. Most of the time, no, they were on a, on Zoloft or something for Same. for depression and they weren't depressed because people would always say, well, why are you depressed? Why? And I'm like, I don't think I'm actually depressed. You know, now I do have anxiety Yep. and I got to keep that under control, but yeah, it's crazy how that's. Yeah. I got diagnosed because I, when I went through my master's program, I learned all about different things. I learned all about addiction. I learned all about depression, anxiety, and also really interesting, like Ishmael's like, I'm sober. I've now, I'm now on a sober journey myself. Are you really? Yes. Yeah, what led days. to that? I love the Thank 62 you. days. 62 days. That's incredible. Yeah. And so Ish was telling me like, yeah, me and a bunch of these guys, like I think Tommy's on it too now that we're all just like not drinking anymore. And so like going through that master's program, actually, it wasn't just helping me become a better interviewer, potentially being a therapist one day, but it was also like therapy on steroids for me because I got to kind of see this other view of things and like kind of look like, oh, that kind of sounds like me. Really interesting. Abnormal psych was such a trip for me. I was like, I got everything. I got OCD. I got bipolar. Have you had to replace it with anything? Like, like, are you doing any mocktails or anything? I love DeSoy. It's called D-E-S-O-I. It's a little expensive. Katy Perry's the brand rep, but it's like kind of a kombucha-y wine cooler that has adaptogens in it. It might just be bullcrap, but it's delicious. Right. I love marketing. Um, Also, so athletic <laughs> brewing is the best NA beer ever. It's truly like if I gave you, if you like beer, if I gave you an athletic, you'd be like, oh my God, this is delicious. What have you noticed the most since you stopped drinking? Like I, about yourself, what have you learned about yourself? One, I get much better sleep. Yes. But also it's much easier to regulate my emotions yes. all the time. Not just like truly, like I'm more even keeled yes. not drinking. I'm able, I'm less brain fog, which is really big. And I cannot... The sleep is the the biggest. And I really have to say, so like obviously in my education, I learned about AA, smart recovery. There's another one that's a little bit more Buddhist, but all these different AA programs that exist to help people abstain from alcohol. That wasn't my... That wasn't my jam. And it isn't a jam for a lot of people. Right. There is, I don't know if you guys are big Redditors, but there is a subreddit called Stop Drinking, R Stop Drinking. And it is the most wholesome place on the internet. Truly. Like every day you have people do a check-in and people are sharing stories. And it's like some of the most Mm. wholesome, supportive 
place I've ever been. And like for the record, if people like knew me as someone who consumed alcohol, you wouldn't think I had any type of problem. Like I was, you know, I drank very the way that my peers drank, which was binge drinking, like, you know, three, four times a month, essentially. But also with medication, I'm like, I'm literally taking medication to regulate my hormone levels, to regulate my neurotransmitters. And by drinking, I'm literally counteracting that. Right. Because it causes anxiety over time. It's a depressant. Yeah. And like, listen, no shade. Like everyone has to make the right choice for their own body. I'm not here to, to like say like you should be sober. I'm just telling you it's working for me really well. And I'm excited to see what it's like in 90 days and a hundred days and a year from now. Okay. So I love that. We, and at AHR only have a certain amount of time. And so we've got about five minutes, but I have one more question for you because this is your question at the end. And I, and so hopefully you've already thought about this. Did she know about this question ahead of time? I I may have retired this question, but I've been thinking about bringing it back into the loop so you can give it to me. What if there was a song for the soundtrack of your life? Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. What is it? I think, so there's two answers to this. The serious song, the serious answer is from a band called Foxy Shazam. Oh, no recognition from the audience. No. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Never heard of them. Uh, it's a song called Killing It. Oh. It is just fantastic. Like Foxy Shazam is a great band. If you liked Queen, the lead singer, incredible vocal range. It's very like powery, like punk, a little bit more alt rock. Highly recommend Foxy Shazam. My funny answer is Bo Burnham's white woman Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched Bo Burnham's Inside Special on Netflix. I'm going to look both of these up. But uh, he has a song totally. called White Woman's Instagram, which oh. is truly just, like, there's a song, there's a lyric in the song about fairy lights the first time I watched this, and I was literally watching it with my fairy lights on. I'm like... Literally? <laughs> so, like, the title alone tells me I've got to go listen to it. I know. The and then amazing. knowing your social media, your personal social I love, media, I I'm love it. totally going to listen to this. You have Bo Burnham inside on Netflix. It's one of the best, most inventive comedy specials. It's a bit of a downer because it's got a bit of a COVID vibe to it, mm. but I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Well, it was this has been um, amazing. such a pleasure to catch you this morning. Thanks for We've tried to catch you for a while now. I know. I'm so happy we were able to do I know. this in person. Oh, yeah. I love it. We'll I do it again, guys, too. I have to have you guys back on Toolbox, so this way we yeah. can do some cross-promo for And I want to talk about the day I almost quit the trades, because I, I could talk that. about that all day long. Yes. Like, I, that is my jam. Everything Let's mental health. Like, yeah. we have been through it. We continue to go through it. So I love that you're doing that because I really feel like, especially the industry being so male dominated and there's not like a safe space a lot of times for men to talk about their emotions. Like, I love that you're doing that yeah, and advocating for that. Yeah, for and that you're having such big names talk about it. And leading by representation. Yes. Yeah, because it does. We do get a little toxic with the positivity. Yes. Sure. I am. I'm, I can I go both ways. I love that you guys are doing that. It's I can awesome. go both ways. Like I can be really positive or I can just be like, no, hell no. This is not what is happening. Quit creating false hope or false or mm-hmm. fear or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and it's like, let's just talk about hard facts. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you ladies so much yes. for having me. I have to tell you, I was overjoyed when I found out you two were working together on this podcast. Yes. I love it. I love seeing more women. It's our year podcasting. anniversary. <gasps> this is our year. Yeah, we, we went live with our first episode at HR last year. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so, so excited for you guys. I can't wait to see where the podcast goes next. And thank you again for having me. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie.
has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.